Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. And you're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's two guys' take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy, and you, the listener, are getting a degree in common sense. We are broadcasting live from the HB5 studios right here in beautiful downtown historic Concord, North Carolina. I'll be your host, Biggin, and how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always, but before we begin, let me introduce you to the second half of this flaky biscuit. That's right, I'm talking about the pride of Anderson, South Carolina, but most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue One, the man with the golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of the redneck egg roll. Give it up on old Mike number one, it's Mojo! What's up, buddy? How you doing this week? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. Hey, thanks for tuning in once again. Please go to our website at southernfryphilosophy.com. You can also follow us on Facebook. At Southern Fry Philosophy. You can also go to the, to the Twitters and the Instagram at SFP Radio. Let it roll. I'm going to ask you like I ask you every week. Mojo, how you be doing? You know what's burning my biscuits this week? Oh, I'm, I'm going to finally speak up. I've, I've, gotten my, I've gotten my man courage back. You, have, you, have you seen every woman in every picture? They have their leg hiked up like in a 45-degree angle. I have never seen this. You know, you, 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 by the way, we have a special guest in the audience. He... Back from uh, hurricane flood relief, or escaping, <laughs> or escaping, helping out. One of the two is Sketch from uh, Houston. Sketch was on our last episode talking about uh, hurricane relief, and now he's visiting Concord. And I'm going to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal. So you've noticed this, right, Sketch? Yeah, you're talking about like Instagram where they're kind of leaning on one foot and kind of hiking the other one, especially up. when yeah. they're like with their 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 male counterpart, yeah. like you know, like in a kind of a loving kissing embrace. Kissing someone mm-hmm. or hugging someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to have to Google this. I think. Yeah, you're going to have to. It's like a habitual thing, like. Like when they get ready for a picture pose, do mm-hmm. they automatically kick this leg up? I mean, it looks like they're getting ready to start like a a forty eight panhead Harley or something. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but that sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. I almost lost a kneecap. Right? <laughs> I would I would think maybe the captain. In my head, I'm thinking like Captain Morgan, mm-hmm. but is that not at all? It's close. Okay, kind it's of close. The reverse. Yeah. So the, Ouch. the back leg goes up like that. Wow, it looks like so. you're flicking me off right now. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> or is Dolly, Dolly Parton hide behind a tree or something okay. like that? Remember that I, joke? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So it's like they're kissing and they kick one leg up. Yeah. But, but they're not kissing. But they're not, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. So that burns your biscuits? That's what's yeah, it's, anno- it's getting annoying. Well, I've got more than that, but I don't think we want to get into those things. <laughs> We've so. got a short so, so you can do whatever you want, man. But, but no, it just. It, it, I don't know what it is. I, I, everyone's picture I've scrolled through this week, like on social media, it has mm-hmm. a leg up. I'm like, so I think I'm going to start doing it myself <laughs> just to see if I can gauge a reaction. There you go. See my wife, me and my wife stand beside each other, and I got the kind of leg. Now, can can guys just do this on their own, or do they have to have a counterpart? I guess you can do it by yourself. I mean, <laughs> but it looks better when, when you're like in tandem with something else. Sure. So. Is it supposed to lift and accentuate? Parts oh, of the body, do you think? Exactly. May, maybe I, I could use a little butt lift. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's what my wife tells me at least. Mm, but, how about it? Yeah. Mm. So how you be doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, just chugging along at work, loving life. Things are great. Busy time of year. Yep. I did uh, did want to say that I tried this bulletproof coffee thing that you talked about from last last episode, 
And you said that it was, you get your coffee, you get um, a teaspoon of grass-fed butter, mm-hmm. uh, or a tablespoon, sorry, yeah, and then ca- the tables. Carry gold is the most common, I think. Trader Joe's has some, yeah. Yep, and then um, a, a tablespoon of the coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Um, so my wife has been out of town. She went out of town this past week, spent some time with her her, her family. So I decided I'm going to try this while she's gone, you know, try something new. Um, however, I'm not good at going to the grocery store. So... <laughs> I'm just like, eh, whatever. So you Crisco instead. <laughs> well, if you see me in a, a grocery store, it's mm-hmm. probably because either A, I'm lost, or, or B, I've got to use the bathroom. Those are usually the only two times I'm actually in the grocery store. So I was like, eh, I'll just pick something out of the out of the fridge there. So I tried this with um, uh, margarine, <laughs> and uh, we didn't have any coconut oil, so I just used olive oil. <laughs> That was the most disgusting thing I've ever done in my entire life. How in the imagine. world can you like this? This is disgusting. Oh, no. The, actually, the, the, if you do it the proper way, it's actually really good. Okay. So, well, I'll have to give it a shot. I've lost two and a half pounds in a week. Seriously? Mm-hmm. My wife does it, too. So she's she's been on the Bulletproof coffee for a while. Yeah, huh. and I can, I can actually skip breakfast, too. But, yeah, I've, I'm, ha- I'm shedding a few pounds because I've I got the lust handles. You know, not the love handles, but hey, the buddy. lust handles. So, um, now you can do that pose really I'm good. Trying to fit into my, I'm trying to fit into my ski bib, I guess, <laughs> from 1984. No, uh, I'm trying to shed down for a car- you know, cardiovascular reasons. Sure. And, uh, anyway, yeah, two wow. and a half pounds in a week. So the, the margarine olive oil thing wasn't a Yeah, good you idea. might as well. I actually probably just want to use, like, rendered pig fat okay. instead of margarine. Hey, I think I'm down with that. Good option now. Probably tasty. But like bacon, maybe bacon coffee, right? Bacon, bacon grease, yeah. Hey, buddy. Wow. It's, like, it's, like red, that. it's like drinking red-eye gravy, yeah. Oh, can we talk about red-eye gravy? It's the most underrated gravy that's kind of... You are not yeah. joking. It's kind of uh, it's kind of dying out. I still make it every once in a while. But Do you? Yeah. That's where you use coffee, right? Right. The, you use day-old coffee. Yeah. Or fresh coffee, but day-old works the best, yeah. Why is day-old any better? I'm just curious. It has that kind of stale... stale um, and a little more acid, mm. you know, more acidity adds to the kind of the flavor of the gravy because that's yeah. what you're looking for. If I ever decide, hey, I want to like cook with things, I think a good idea is to get the most stale thing possible. So that, that's probably good. <laughs> yeah, well, you, use a lot, you actually use a lot of stale stuff in cooking. You know? <laughs> you're right. Uh, but, oh, man, I love some red-eye gravy. And then you mix it with the regular sausage gravy. Well, tell you what, if you take my favorite is just taking country ham, mm-hmm. frying it up, and then dumping mm-hmm. red eye gravy yes, on it, sir. And just letting it sizzle. Yes, sir. It's, we were at uh, Louis Louis Restaurant, Louis Grill in uh, in Harrisburg, and man, they have some good old country country ham. I like mm. it. Yeah, it's good stuff. They do. So good for the ha- heart. If you're in Harrisburg, that's, that's stop on by. It. Yes, it's worth it. Not paid by this sponsor. You were, I wish we were. Yeah. You, you can you can tell them to pay us, and we'd be like. Enjoy that. That's right. <laughs> um, one of the other things that burned my biscuits, I don't know if you guys saw this hurricane relief telethon from this past I, week. I, did, I didn't see it because I had uh, I was folding bed sheets or, you know, re- putting toilet paper on the toilet paper spindles or something. I was, I was doing something more productive. I could ask why, but I'll just let you <laughs> – I'll just use my imagination on that. Um, but here's the thing. So Stevie Wonder decided he's going to open up with uh, a rousing song of Lean On Me. And then he had a little speech that he wanted to give. Right. And so I'm going to go ahead and play that speech for us if, uh, if I can entertain you. We've come together today to love on the people that have been devastated by the hurricanes. Okay. So, so far, so good. When love goes into action... It represents no color of skin, mm-hmm. no ethnicity, 
no religious beliefs, no sexual preferences, okay. and no political persuasions. It just loves. <laughs> As we should begin to love and value our planet and anyone who go. believes that there is no such thing as global warming must be blind or unintelligent lord please save us all so wow. so is that self-deprecating humor there the blind he was going for that joke you know so. like oh, i'll look at me i'm gonna be sharp and make a blind joke mm-hmm. like even if i can see this yeah. <laughs> right yeah even a blind man can see that uh, Love knows no bounds or no political agenda unless you disagree with climate change. Then, yeah, that's what I got. That was, that was my take from it. So my my take is so you're you're blaming hurricanes for climate change. No climate change for for hurricanes, yeah, or yeah. more powerful, right? Hurricanes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, I don't know if anybody's actually taken a look at the facts at all about like the ten most powerful. Hurricanes in the entire mm-hmm. Camille Camille was probably the most powerful one, I think. <clears throat> well, there was one in 1900 yeah. that was caused that uh, was probably one of the the most dangerous one. It hit Galveston and came up the coast. Um, Did a whopping damage of about seventeen dollars for all the horse <laughs> horse carriages. <laughs> no, it was actually during Labor Day. Oh, it wow. caused huge devastation because people didn't even see it coming. You know, they didn't have the weather. They didn't have the radars. Thing. Yeah, so uh, they were blinded. They were going home after Labor Day weekend in Galveston, enjoying the beach, and bam, there it goes. So um, out of the top ten, uh, five of them were before the car was invented and or like within like the past like 20 or the right. 20 years after that. So five of the top ten was after, and one was in 1969. Go ahead and give that a list just for our listeners, though. <clears throat> um, yeah. So they didn't name – them we just started naming oh, okay. them so the one was in 1938 the next one out of this is 10 going down sandy in 2012 1935 labor day um then 1928 1969 andrew in 1992 1926 1900 and then the, the worst one was uh, they said uh, katrina in 2005 but i think they were rating it based on amount of damage that it was yeah, being done i think harvey will probably Come close to Katrina. But, so. but it wasn't powerful. So it was yeah. a, a Cat 3 when it hit. Mm-hmm. But everybody's saying, like, oh, it's because of global warming. Like, well, you must be blind as a bat to not see that it's global warming. But honestly, most of it was caused even before the cars were, like, even running. A lot, a lot of cows, a lot of methane gas. And yeah. I remember as a kid, they were saying, well, what about the fossil fuels of dinosaur bones? Remember? Do you remember that? Like, that was a... That was a thing growing up, like, oh, the dinosaur bones are degrading, so there's fossil fuels that well, are bad. Well, we got to hurry up and get them out of the ground then. Right. How many dinosaurs could have, like, <laughs> been impacting the planet? So, uh, they, they, I forgot, Canada has a new initiative, I can't remember what it is, for pollution. <laughs> they plan on cutting out, like, combustible engines by a certain mm-hmm. year. Um scientists came on and said that if they actually did that, mm-hmm. um, Canada would be one sheet of ice in 50 years. <laughs> can I can I also say this? If you go by global warming people, they say that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old, with a B, mm-hmm. right? The Ice Age happened 2.4 million years ago. Right. So we're literally coming out of an Ice Age. How mm-hmm. did that happen before cars were invented well, evidently, in industry? Well, evidently, I guess, what, 100... Uh, 120 years, basically, of the car, because, you know, first Mercedes were in right. 1890s. 
I guess humans have destroyed the environment that much in 150 or 120 years. It, it, that doesn't make sense on a, on a timeline schedule for science, but <laughs> but you right, know, like political I, agendas know no 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 bounds. I, I don't get it. I, I honestly believe that you know uh, the the Earth is huge. The universe is huge. One slight tilt of an axis can just you right. know cause us to go freeze or call us to go hot. And we're if we're coming out of an ice age, we're going to get warmer. Sure. I, Mm, but, I don't they, know. but they've only but they they've only shown minuscule you know raises in the uh, temperature over the right. past you know, thousand years or something like that. They've they've they have models. So, uh, it, but there was actually uh, ironically there's a meteorologist who actually called in on a talk show mm-hmm. I listened to, and he he's hurricanes have nothing to do with you know global warming or whatever it has to do with you know temperatures of the water right but also wind shears and stuff like that you know as far as directing hurricanes that's the reason why jose right. right now is out in the atlantic swirling around <laughs> like a drunken sailor <laughs> and will probably disintegrate because the yeah. wind shears right now are heavy so yeah i i, I think any right now in, in this political charged environment no you know every little thing like this can be used as a as a fuel for a political agenda right. person my personal belief but uh, I just think it's getting more and more ridiculous. Yeah, I don't – I just can't buy into it. I, I can maybe – I can give you that there is climate change that we're getting warmer. I can give you that because you can see that it's slowly going up. But I don't believe that it's human-made. I think that it's just, you know, part of the part of the cycle. Part of the climate? Yeah, I mean, if you look at just a season, a season, you go from cold – you know, the winter's cold and then it gets hot and then it goes back cold again. I mean, I think the whole cycle is just – Happening in that sure. that storm. So, Sketch, do you have any any thoughts? I was just wondering if Stevie passed the offering plate afterwards. <laughs> I heard a, heard a <laughs> good Southern church organ in the background yeah. of that clip. He church did. fans. He did, as a matter of fact, because oh, they yeah. were trying to collect the money oh, for, yeah, uh, for the hurricane. Well, we'll talk, just stay on this telethon thing for a second. I guess the final numbers that come out, they raised $44 million. Mm. Now, this thing was broadcast on every you know all major radio stations. was broadcast on, I think, four to six channels on TV. Mm-hmm. was broadcast on iHeart radio stations. They raised $44 million. J.J. Watts, one single <laughs> white football player from Houston, raised $31 million. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I tell you. And here's the other thing, though. If you want to blame climate change on this, then it's just going to get worse. So there's going to be more and more hurricanes coming. So actually, you should probably save your money for one that's coming later down the road that's going sure. to be even more terrifying. You can save those, well, especially in the Charlotte area, they can save those bottles of water they bought <laughs> a couple of days before. Well, let's actually talk about that. So um, I think that I saw some pictures being posted around the Texas area, or, sorry, Florida, when that one was hitting. And it was uh, $44 for a 24-pack of deer water. Uh, Deer Park water, mm. you know, just the the bottled water, like forty four dollars. Yeah. So, uh, thoughts on price gouging? Like, part of me says, hey, that's you know, cost and uh, supply, supply and demand, demand. Yeah. and free market, and and I'm a huge free market guy. But then I'm like, morally, I go against that and be like, you know, you paid, you know, six dollars for that, seven dollars, and you're going to get that much money for it. I don't know. Thoughts, <coughs> opinions? Sketch. What's yours? I didn't see a lot of price gouging. Our, our price of gas did go up when I was in Houston. Uh, that was part of normal, but I didn't feel like I got gouged. I, I wasn't, as we talked about last week, I wasn't really impacted by uh, yeah. that as much as other people. So I wasn't in the midst of it trying to find water or find bread or anything like that. But, yeah, um, yeah I would hate to, to see that. Like I said, Like you said, I understand supply and demand, but at the same time, when you're in the midst of that crisis, you don't want to have to overpay for yeah. an essential need 
um, that that's out there. I did see HEB, uh, one of the grocery stores that's big down in Houston, actually reduced some of their prices for mm. for things that they had seen. So um, they were <laughs> had like a loaf of bread for like twenty five cents and. I know my brother went there, and they were giving out ice and that sort of thing. So loaf of bread was twenty five cents, but the peanut butter was eighty nine dollars. True, and all their frozen items were only fifty yeah. percent off. They yeah, were, exactly. They, yeah. they were sketchy. <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I don't know. It Price was, gouging. Um, I'm for it. Okay. And here's the reason why. It's okay. Because, for example, here in Charlotte, you know, we had mass hysteria four days before the storm hit for Irma, <clears throat> and um, I went to BJ's or. <laughs> It's a wholesale. I know, it's a wholesale I club, just like Sam's Club, and I went there actually just to buy some meat to smoke for the neighbors. Had a boy, and uh, people were literally elbowing each other for water. And what was happening is people were buying flats, you know, pallets of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Price gouging will help. Will helps self ration, or if someone's going to buy all that, they're going to pay top dollar for it. Mm-hmm. But you know. Instead of getting ten cases of water, they may, may have gotten a, a case of water. You know, it, right. it does help. It does help self ration. But we're also once we, once to, we to, to to counterpoint that. Like, could you not just say one per person? I think you could, but the thing is that um, why should why should we? For example, the government likes to come in and say, no, mm-hmm. "Okay, anti you know, no, no right. price, price gouging during a crisis." Mm-hmm. What makes it, what makes us think that the government's smart in business? They can't even run a healthcare program. They can't run the VA VA hospitals. I, I'm with this you. I'll is, support you 100 on that. One. This is the same government that pays twelve hundred dollars for a hammer that you can get for twelve dollars at Home Depot. But but we're we're asking them to step in and tell us how to run business. Or you can go to Harbor Freight and get it for free with a coupon. Yep. But how, but how do we know that? For example, if you have someone selling gas at seven eight dollars a gallon mm. during a crisis, how do we know that they're not hedging the market ahead of time because they're having to get another truckload of gas in that's, that's going point. to cost them eight dollars a gallon plus a extra freight so we're, we're automatically making assumptions um with that so you know the free market everything evens out because if you have one store a is charging eight dollars a gallon there may be someone down the road charges four mm-hmm. we're also assuming that you know um you can't afford to pay that or i can't afford we're, we're once uh these are items that people deem valuable, right? Mm-hmm. I know water is essential. Right. That's why you fill up a tub or whatever at All your right. house or mm-hmm. you take some gallon jugs and pour them out and pour, pour water. But we're assuming that people have the inability to pay. You know, we're, we're associating this extreme value on these items. Well, we'll let the consumers just decide what they want to pay. The, the guy may yeah. say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not going to buy that water. I'm going to go and buy a 12-pack of ca- uh, can of Coke or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. We're – I think that if you let the market self-regulate like that, yeah. you'll, you'll have a lot of people ration out and things like that. But anyway, it's just my yeah. my two cents. Yeah, I think the worry I, – I do believe in the free market. My worry is just other people will be impacted so that they can't get the water and the essentials. If it's like, you know, filet mignon, then, then you know, that's one thing. But if it's something that, that we actually need or, you know. But, we, but it's amazing that we try to price regulate, for example, gas stations. Mm-hmm. Gas. I think during crisis, gas stations are probably the ones that are mostly affected. Yeah. I mean, just yeah, that's pe- people in the evacuation. But we don't we don't regulate the airlines. We don't regulate. Yeah. Hotels. We don't regulate, or we don't consider them price gouging. We wouldn't consider the the grocery store down the road charging double for ground beef. Yeah. You know, we we always look at this gas or water yeah. thing. So, but airlines was another thing, right? In Florida, yeah. people saw. 
I, even because of just algorithms of people rushing to get flights out of sure. the state uh, that cause some of the online prices to jump and that yeah. sort of thing. So. Well, see, I think it's American. I think airlines they got took the bad rap on social media, and of course they've had they have had a stellar year this year. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, at least it wasn't Delta, right? I, mean, I think it was like a the, the ticket was five hundred bucks, and then like a couple hours later, it went to thirty two hundred. Holy cow! But, but American Airlines self-regulated. They're like, look, okay, we're putting a ta- we're putting a cap on this. Yeah. We're not, you know, but the government didn't step in. If any industry in the government should step in, it should be airlines because right. we've rebelled them out one time with tax dollars. <laughs> That's yeah. true. That's so. true. I don't know. It's an interesting question. I, I appreciate that point of view. Good job. Opinions are like elbows. Everybody has three. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I wink, can't wink. do math. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a little bit of time, and we're going to go into some wacky news. Speaking of hurricanes, um, Florida gun owners encouraged to shoot the storm and fire their guns at Hurricane Irma. I don't know if you saw this or not, but um, I did. a Florida man suggested shooting guns at Hurricane Irma out of stress and boredom. Uh, <laughs> he found that the idea has captured the, the people's of imagination with 46,000 people signing up in his Facebook event to join in. Mm. I think a police department actually had to put a stop on it. And they, they put a, they put actually a tweet out. A tweet and a diagram yeah. that said, if you shoot at the storm, it more than likely could come back and hit you. <laughs> Did he suggest that it would kill the hurricane? Like, I think that he was just, just bored yeah, at that point. Just, well, that, I, I think, yeah. I, I think that, uh, I think it was more of just sarcasm. Mm-hmm. I don't think he actually, oh, yeah. I don't think he's like, you know, hey, I'm going to take my Mossberg out here and <laughs> my buckshot. I don't, I don't think it's any of that. I think it's just more sarcasm. Or right. Like, but what but what I love about this story is it, it inspired other people. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> and one man, uh, I think, legitimately said that he wanted to go out and, and take a stand against the bully of Hurricane Irma by um, shooting a flamethrower at it. <laughs> and he said it would dissipate the storm immediately. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know how that works well, either. Here's, here's a poll. If you had to shoot, at, if you had to get rid of or do something, mm-hmm. would you rather use the gun or would you rather use the flamethrower? I think there's. I think I'd rather sing that song from Moana. You know, hmm. you haven't seen that movie, have you? No, I have not. I got. I have to. You and Larkin have to sit down with a bowl of popcorn on that. <laughs> what does it say? It's like at the end of the movie. Uh-huh. So, I can't remember. It's, it's, it, you know who you are, something like that. It's basically the end of the, end of the movie. Don't fight a hurricane. It's basically <laughs> it was there was a, a volcano, uh, lava goddess, and mm-hmm. uh, Moana sings to her in a compassion compassion song. It, turn, it turns out to be the the goddess Fiji. So out of a gun or a flamethrower, you're going to sing to the hurricane? Yeah. Is that what I got out of that? Because all three is, all three of all three of, all three of them are about as useful as a fart in a spacesuit. So, <laughs> sketch. Would you would you have your preference? Shoot a gun or a flamethrower? I don't know about the flamethrower. It seems like that might blow the <laughs> the fire back at you. That's I, a good point. So. Perfect hand. True. <laughs> Trump took that advice. So. You would have to shave <laughs> ever again. <laughs> So you're going to also sing. <laughs> no, I don't know about singing. I'd probably use a gun. So. Oh, yeah, I think uh, maybe you shoot a gun and then take a few steps back, yeah. and then hopefully it won't hit you. I don't know, but the flamethrower, mm, I think that would be fun. Use it and run. Yeah. 
But this story seems like inspired by Sharknado or like will be Sharknado <laughs> 6 or something like yeah. that. So. But there was other ones also. There was a, there was a, uh, a group that was going to point all their fans. Oh, did you see that one? No. I did not see yeah, that one. point all their fans. I think that one had like twenty six or 27,000 people. If we pointed all of our fans from Southern Fried Philosophy to it, we'd have like seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you meant actual blowing yeah, fans. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But it sounds like Southern Fried Philosophy needs to come up with some kind of stunt uh, activity event, Facebook event like this to just get uh, yeah. popular. So. Yeah. What, what guys can you do here in, in North Carolina? That are, so. <laughs> We will we will brew beer at at the hurricane evidently because <laughs> that's those are popping up like champs. Mm. Okay, so we've got uh, two one gun shoot one shot. Uh, I would do the flamethrower and you would sing at it. So that's that went horribly wrong. Yeah, <laughs> Moana, whatever your name is, Moana's mm. it makes you cry. Yeah, at least me. You uh, do you have a, a wacky news story? Uh, this is actually. A drunken tourist, that's always a good thing to start out, <laughs> thought to be the first person to survive a swim across Hoover Dam. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah. This just happened uh, two days ago. A man from uh, North Wales has been fined $330 by American police after he swam across the Hoover Dam, um, apparently ma- making himself the first and only person to make it across alive. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Why, why do people die on the Hoover Dam so much? It's far. It took him took him around uh, an hour to swim. It. I'm sorry, thirty minutes to swim. It. So he he said about. I'm sorry, it took him about an hour. He said about uh, thirty minutes in, I felt a little knackered. Hmm. Said, what if they put that guy against Michael Phelps? <laughs> or, or put that guy against the shark? Yes. He would tire out the shark. The shark would fall so. asleep. But I can't imagine. I can't imagine swimming for an hour drunk. Uh-uh. No. What was going on? I can't even make mind? toast properly <laughs> after drinking. So. <laughs> At what point do you think he's like, well, this is probably a bad idea? I don't know. Yeah. Did it say what he was drinking? Huh? Did it say what he was drinking? Uh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming uh, pints and pints of beer being yeah, in England, just... so. Well, or beef eater gin. Listen, you know, but... at some point, you don't have to worry about having to pee. You just pee in the lake. Yeah. Because that, that always makes me pee. <laughs> Drink Has there been anything, anything stupid that you've done under the influence? Oh, there's plenty of things. I I, I'm trying to not do that nearly as much, <laughs> but there are times where just when I'm not drunk that, uh, that hey, buddy, I do some stupid things. <laughs> mm. But I think the, the, the all-time one was uh, during Christmas a long time ago. Uh, I took out a Santa Claus with a full point four point stance and just tackled him. It was the blow up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, he felt that the next day. I'll tell you. That Santa I'm sure Claus, he didn't. Yeah. That Santa Claus didn't come back for more. I'll he, never, tell you. he never asked for it again. <laughs> he was mouthing off to you. Uh, any any stories for you? <laughs> Don't look on his face. Yeah. Suspense. I've, I've shared a couple in previous episodes. Yeah. So. Any? Oh man. Uh, streaking across the golf course. There you go. Uh, during a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> so day, daylight hours, huh? Uh, wow. That's what wow. you get for day drinking. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no, did but, anybody comment on your bag? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I tell you what, though, it's uh, turning, turning. Uh, you know, probably thir- this turning, turning, right thir- now? turning thirty. <laughs> okay. I, a lot of my you know previous stuff stopped. You okay. Know, you, just, you don't feel the same. Mm-hmm. So no. Something happens, and you just like, eh. It's like right on that day, you you know, the the clock strikes your 30th birthday. You're like, (laughs) oh, jeez, I feel old. (laughs) 
Oh my goodness! All right. Um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is Denny's, uh, the mascot. I think we asked a, a Facebook question. Did we get any responses on that one? Yeah, we did. What? Uh, so Denny's came out with a new mascot, and hey, buddy, like ham and eggs, or like uh, pancakes? No, sir. It is a piece of poop. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? It, <laughs> it it just looks like a giant turd. Why? And that's and it's supposed to be a, a sausage link, oh. uh, and it looks it, with a little hat, and he's yeah. carrying uh, paper bags, paper bags of Denny's, like the poop. <laughs> the, it looks just like Mr. Hanky, Mr. Hanky from South looks Park. Looks just like yeah. it. I, you know that creative artist director who get gets paid probably six high six figures mm-hmm. to draw these things, and he nailed it out of the park. But basically, South Park's you know idea. So yeah. How did that board meeting go? That's what I want to know. <laughs> so, so we're going to pr- introduce. Who approved that? Yeah. Uh, what What are we going to call him, Mister? I don't even know what his name is on the Denny's thing. I don't think I, don't, I haven't seen a name listed. Well, here's here's our new mascot, guys. Link. Link. Um, <laughs> yeah. We're We're going to introduce him. Um, what do you guys think? Yeah, yeah. Am I the only what? one? Here that thinks that this was like poop. <laughs> Nobody said anything. Nobody. So. This is again. We we've said this that we need to be the profi- professional colors, where you pitch us an idea and we say no, that's not a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, at what point nobody stood up to say that this thing looks like poop? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. A brown cylinder looking thing. Yeah, with eyes and ears. So so Steve, what about you? What do you think about it? Oh, I think it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Biggin, I think it looks like crap. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It, kind of the, it, it, it's like a cross between Mr. Hanky Poo and the uh, so, that Sausage Party cartoon movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. one of those. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Or do you think it, it went more like the designer was like, oh, man, I've got to come up with something. Maybe and he had a drunken bender all night. Exactly. And they, they had yeah. a project due. He, had, he actually swam across the Hoover Dam <laughs> right. the, the morning of and it was said, a knackered. I've got a great idea. Um, but you think he was just watching South Park and was like, hmm, I'm going to just go with this. I well, guess. I have a nightmare story about Denny's. Okay. Bring it. It involves their commercials. So okay. right after transplant surgery, I'm mm. coming out of anesthesia and, <laughs> and my arms do not work because they, cause they gave me, uh, you know, some of the numbing medication. Num- okay, I got you. So my arms basically wouldn't work. But while, while I was coming out, they had the TV on to just kind of inspire <laughs> some neurological activity or whatever. Uh-huh. And I swear it was like every three minutes this stupid Denny's commercial came on. <laughs> and it, it was like a pancake and bacon, like mascots or something. It was like in a, car, a really horrible claymation cartoon mm. nightmare and mm-hmm. it was they had the pancake had a very high pitched voice like ah! <laughs> it is that's that's probably my only nightmare from the hospital was that Denny's commercial so I haven't ate a Denny since but mm. yeah. um do you have any mascot nightmares of, of things? No my, my wife was Shoney Bear for a while. Okay. So Shona, kind of in the same vein as Denny's. Yeah. But she worked there as a teenager and um they actually had a costume that you would walk around and greet the the diners, and I remember she said it was like scare the kids so mm-hmm. hot and sweaty she yeah. almost threw up, which I don't think you want to do inside of a mascot <laughs> oh, head. <laughs> so that would be. It was probably so hot and stinky from all the other sweaty teenagers yeah, exactly. to wear it. So yeah, that was before so. furries were cool. I yeah, guess, you know. <laughs> so. mm. Actually, uh, I think there's a government official. I think I just 
uh, saw this the other day. He, he's having to resign because of his furry fetish. They oh, found boy. out his online activity through government. Really? Laptop. So you mean to tell me we can do anything except be a furry in the government? <laughs> right. Well, now there's the line we're going to draw. Yeah. That's a good idea. Well, you got to have a line somewhere. <laughs> Evidently not. Um, I think for me, do you remember the old Quiznos commercials? Where there was, it looked oh, like yeah. it looked like somebody got a haircut, and then they got all of the hair and put it <laughs> yes. together, and then put eyes nose and a weird nose on it, and yeah, a weird it was, mouth. It was scary. It was oh. the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. You've never seen it? I don't remember that one, but oh, uh, my gosh. Some, some of our listeners say uh, the uh, yeah. the, bur- the most recent Burger King with a fiber- Boy, fiberglass head, whatever. That thing. Oh yeah. He's creepy. He would freak you out in a dark alley. Ronald McDonald's always. I know you're a big fan of clowns. Mm. Yeah, by the way, I need to pause right now and say stop posting pictures of it on our Facebook page because that's giving me nightmares, you son of a... One of the, one of the ladies we actually go to church with, She, uh, she uh, there's a Lexington County blowfish as a mascot. <laughs> that is creepy looking. Yeah, um, but I think some other ones, like, uh, remember the Domino's, uh, was it the Droid or Noid? Oh, Noid? yeah. yeah. He that was just was annoying, yeah. right? Um, dude, I've got to show you this this Quiznos thing. Look look at this Quiznos thing. I mean, look at that. Do you Holy see crap. That? <laughs> look, I mean, yes, I remember. At what point do you say, this is a genius idea? It's the same guy that came up with this one. Yeah, about the same deal. He got fired from that market to come in and started this one. <laughs> Jeez. So I see. So I see here. You worked at Quiznos. <laughs> That's good. Did you do any mascot work for them? Oh, As a matter of fact, I did. I did. <laughs> Most definitely, I did. Oh my gosh! Can we see your portfolio? Uh, Maybe not. <laughs> it was, I'm sorry. It's it privacy. Yeah. Well, I'm under contractor contractual obligation. Yeah. Non disclosure. Yeah. Like, it, it looks like a. A Chewbacca was to shave his legs. <laughs> it's awful yeah. looking. But yeah, back mm. to the Denny's thing. Like you said, they, they had a pitch meeting. Mm-hmm. Somebody green lighted it there. Then they had to like actually produce the the visual of it. Right. Still didn't get a no. Go to the printing factory. Still didn't get a no. <laughs> Go to distribution. Putting it up in stores. Still no. Nobody brings it up. So guys, this is this is our latest from corporate. Um, we're gonna have to have you put it up in the stores. <laughs> right. Am I the only one that thinks this looks like poop? No, it was. Uh, this was probably hotter than any other Russian investigation news against Trump. <laughs> it was the Denny's mascot this week? So, oh my gosh, it's it. Denny's mm. is taking a beating on on, on the twitters. So, mm. you might you might want to rethink that. Any statement. other mascots you think of? I think those the Quiznos one still gives me nightmares. Yeah, I could see that. I, luckily, I never saw that as a kid. Can I also say underneath the mascot says slap the slam. <laughs> well, Can I also point that out? Last so, last time I uh, ate at Denny's, I got the slams. <laughs> Guys, this this was awful. I think there's literally a group that just says we're going to do the weirdest thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, because, I mean, they're honestly getting some great publicity, and that sure. really could be it. But hey, going, back, going back to Shoney's, who 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 Ooh. in here used to go directly for the bacon on the on the buffet bar during breakfast? I, you know my story on Shoney's. I, I'll go for the French toast sticks all day. Mm. I love the French toast sticks. Yeah, but the bacon was good. I remember. I, it. I, I need a plate of that. Probably a pound <laughs> and a half, two pounds maybe. It was never soggy bacon. It always was like perfectly crisp. Right. Crisp. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I've told my wife several times that when I do pass away, that I would love to be cremated. My urn placed above 
a Shoney's breakfast bar while people will just go by. Pay their respects every day. Pay their respects by getting a French toast stick and just going through. So There you go. If you're going to go to a funeral, hey, buddy, mine's the one to go to. Yeah, and they'll put your ashes ashes in a Crisco <laughs> bucket right above the bacon. Well, and then somebody's <laughs> going to use it in their bullet coffee, and <laughs> right. then, and then it's, it's, it's awful. It's so. kind of powdery. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have Mike from BoldJet.com. He's going to be our special guest for today. So you're listening to the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, guys, it's me, Bigging. Summer is made for grilling and chilling, and you, too, can be the baddest mother smoker on the block using our favorite award-winning smoking sauce. Bad Mother Smokers is perfect match for that favorite meat, veggies, or even that secret ingredient in a pot of chili. Check out BadMotherSmokers.com to place your order, and if you want to be a barbecue pit master like Mojo, enter the promo code MOJO for 10% off your order. Visit BadMotherSmokers.com or the sponsor section of our website at SouthernFriedPhilosophy.com. And we're back. You're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast. Uh, on the show, our special guest is Mike from BullJet.com. And what they do is they put together a really awesome package uh, if you decide you want to go to some some football bowl games or baseball games or things like that. Um, I got to know Mike uh, needing a a ticket for the UK and some other team that we were playing last year in the in our first bowl game. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech. <laughs> I remember. I I remember getting beat by them, but. Uh, <laughs> You uh, yeah, yeah. you came to the rescue and got me a parking pass uh, last minute. So um, I wanted to have you on the show because I wanted to talk about um, your company and what you what you guys are doing down there. Uh, okay, well, uh, like I said, I work for a company called BullJet.com, and we're actually going to be celebrating our tenth anniversary here. Wow! Uh, later later this fall, and um, what we do, we are basically a college sports tour company. And we focus on college athletics and, you know, whether it be baseball, um, football actually is our bread and butter, uh, basketball. And what we do is we provide the fan with an experience that um, they come back wanting more and more and more. Sure. And that, what I mean by that is we do hotel packages for, like, the bowl game where you and I hooked up. Mm-hmm. And we not only do we, we provide you with a premium quality hotel for two or three nights, we provide you with great game tickets. Mm-hmm. We hook you up with a great tailgate. And the thing that sets us apart is when we do these events, we always have an on-site host, and uh, which sets us apart. And our, our packages are geared for, you know, the hardcore college football fan or college baseball fan that uh, wants to enjoy a a weekend away from home, whether it be a bowl game or a big game across the country during the regular season. And, uh, you know, we have specific events, uh, for instance, coming up at the University of Kentucky on, mm-hmm. on uh, October 28th. The, the Wildcats are hosting Tennessee. We'll be doing an event there. And wow. uh, that'll actually be my first time in Lexington. So oh, nice. I'm really looking forward. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. And, um, for instance, this weekend, we're, or not this weekend, but next weekend, we'll be at uh, Vanderbilt, and we're offering a package that not only includes hotel and tickets, but 
we're going to be doing the um, Seahawks Tennessee Titans game on Sunday. Oh wow! So it'll be um, that. That's going to be a really fun event. Nashville, as you know, is just a, yeah. a great city to uh, have a lot of fun in. Yeah, so. no doubt. And when we do these packages, we try to incorporate something like you went when you and I met in Jacksonville. You know, we always try to incorporate something that the city has to offer. Okay. And which makes our product even more um, desirable. Sure. So that's basically what we do. And we have a lot of fun doing it. And, you know, our company is growing and growing and growing. And what I do is a lot of fun. A lot of fun. <laughs> I am jealous. Uh, from what I understand, you went to almost all the, the bowl games last year. Is that right? I went to seven bowl games last year. Yes, I, I, I worked seven different bowl games where I was the site host. And um, like I said, we you and I happened to meet in uh, Jacksonville. Mm. And uh, uh, that was my first time actually hosting an event in Jacksonville. And uh, I really enjoyed Jacksonville. Mm. But uh, You do. I don't. I'm, I'm yeah, failed on that. I'm at a different college. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. underwater now. But I'm in a different college game every weekend across the country. So, um I, I have a a tremendous time doing what I do. There's no doubt about it. That's awesome. meet the best people. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody's happy until they lose, and then they like leave, and they're all mad and angry and things like that. <laughs> mm. Right. Well, you know what though, the college football fan is uh, far different from the pro fan, <laughs> sure. and um, which is you're talking. You know, for the most part, these colleges you you either go to school there presently or you went to school there mm -hmm. or, or you have some ties to the university whether it be through a grandson or a granddaughter or whatever so the college the college sports fan is um to me uh, true blue i mean <laughs> they really they really have it going on yeah yeah what do you what what's the the college football fan group that's probably the most passionate what's what's the craziest S-E-C. S-E-C. <laughs> Anyone in particular? And the, and the ACC. The ACC is not far behind. Okay. Um, but, you know, the, the SEC fan, um, they're diehard. Mm. They're diehard, and they love their football. And I, I'll say this. I have, you know, I have not been to every SEC um, stadium mm -hmm. yet, but I'll I'll get there. But I've been to most. And that thing that I can actually say that is so true blue is the fact that if if I'm at a game at Ole Miss and they're playing, let's just say they're playing South Carolina, if you walk around with your South Carolina gear on, um, for the most part, you're going to be welcomed at, in the tailgate sections and, um, you know, whereas at a pro event, you don't dare wear the opposing <laughs> jersey. Sure. So, the the um, again, it's just different college experience versus the NFL experience. But uh, the SEC is by far, the fans are rabid, and um, they're gracious. Hmm. They're very gracious. And the ACC is not far behind. What's been uh, your favorite experience so far that you've had with the company? Oh my gosh, I have so many. Um, <laughs> you know the bowl. The bowl season is incredible because 
you know, I always start out doing the Las Vegas Bowl, which is typically the weekend right before Christmas. Mm. And, you know, and then it's just a race across the country to get to as many of these bowl games as I can. And um, that's probably the best. But what I enjoy most about my job is getting a chance to go to all these universities across the mm. country. And, you know, I've, you know, people ask me all the time, what's, what's my favorite place I've been to? And, um, you know, that's a really tough question. And, uh, you know, and I always come back to, you're not going to believe this, but I just love the Air Force Academy hmm. and the Naval Academy. Interesting. The, uh, it, it's going to a, a game there. I'm, I've yet to be at Army. However, I will be catching an Army game um, in October. But just the ambiance of the military academies mm-hmm. are you can't beat it. you can't beat it. Hmm. Now that being said, I love the big house in Michigan. I love Clemson. Okay, um, those are two of my favorites in nice. the South. And um, but you know every university has something to offer. Mm-hmm. Every every campus. And my favorite thing is I enjoy going to campuses and stadiums that are on campus. Yeah, um, I got you. you get, it, it's, it's more of a, you, you get more of a feel of, hey, I'm going to the Grove. Have you been to the Grove in, in, at Ole Miss? I have not. Mojo? Oh, my no, gosh. I have, you, have, I have not. you have to experience that, guys. That is something else. And you can't get that. Um, at a like, let's say at, at University of Miami, Florida, mm. you know the, the stadium is not on campus, so you can't right. get anything like that. Um, and each each um, each university that has an on-campus stadium is just a totally different feel. Mm. And um, so, but um, it's uh, getting a chance to do what I do is uh, is. I lucked into this position, and uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that uh, that I do what I do. Even baseball, college baseball, yeah, um, such in the SEC and the ACC, yeah, it's the games are sold out. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah, you know, the passion in the in the Southeast is bar none. It's you can't beat it. Sure. So, so for Bulljet, so you you go around and part of your job is to go to all the different events that you that you have hosting, and then you also do a blog too. Is that correct? Yeah, I do a blog, um, which you can catch on our website. Or uh, I'd like to tell people to um, like us on Facebook. You know, go okay. to the Bulljet Facebook site, and then um, if you like us on there, then you'll get on my blog. And I typically write two stories, two columns a week. Okay. Um, whenever I go to a university, um, I always do like a game day story somewhat of, along the lines of what ESPN does, where I talk about the game, mm-hmm. but I'll talk about the history of the university that I'm at, uh, the tradition, the history. Uh, you know, I'll tell you who's, you know, in the ring of honor, that kind of stuff nice. that the average fan doesn't know. Okay. Um, and then I, I do also each week I provide the fan, my readers, um, you know, the games I'm watching this week and I'll make predictions on those games and I'll kind of recap the previous week. 
Okay. Um, actually, I'm working on that right now. So, okay. but uh, yeah, the blog is fun. Um, I like, you know, I, I get some interesting feedback because like on my predictions each week, you know, it's not uncommon for somebody to say, you know, what were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, I like to think I get more right than I get wrong. But, you know. That's what I tell my wife as well, but she, I, I'm wrong on that too. So that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so you know that I'm a huge Kentucky fan. So uh, give me a little yes. bit yes, of, do. of the thoughts on UK football. Maybe um, I still didn't know they had a well, football team. I, I tell you yeah. what, they they've got an interesting game matchup this week at, at South Carolina. Yes, sir. Um, I, I love I love Stephen Johnson as the quarterback. Um, I think he's you know only going to get better. Right. I think the the thing for Kentucky is you know how good is their defense going to be as the season yeah. plays out. Of course, they're two and zero right now. When I did my SEC preview, I actually picked uh, Kentucky. I think to go seven and five. Wow. Um, and this week, you know, you got a South Carolina team that's two and zero, and they've beaten some pretty good competition yeah. in North Carolina State, and Missouri. But uh, on the on the other hand. As I'm sure you well know, um, Kentucky's beaten them three straight games in the yeah. series. So, yeah, um, it should be a it should be a real good game this weekend. I'm still working on my prediction. It'll be on my blog uh, by Friday morning. Okay. So, well, we'll see. We'll I'm see not going to give do. away the uh, winner in that game <laughs> just yet. <laughs> well, I, I'm a huge Kentucky fan. Sketch, you're actually going to the to the game with us, and um, man, I tell you what, uh, I'm I'm not holding up. Holding out any hope on this one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, a good game, and I, I really like what Stoops has done. Yeah, for the program yep. overall, um, you know the, the the Wildcats are going in the right direction, and like I said, I'm 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 really pumped to get down there to the University of Kentucky for the Tennessee game in October, and if uh, if you guys could by chance uh, make it out there, um, we'll definitely have to. Um, tip a few back maybe no doubt I, I will tell you this um get a pen and paper because you want to write this down yeah, or, you I got can, one. or you can go back and listen to it on on the, on the show but you have to go to okay. red state barbecue that's the number one thing red state barbecue it's really close in the city but holy cow uh-huh. mm. good stuff. hey buddy i'm, I'm drooling right like now just thinking about it so it's good barbecue I it's like hole in the wall place but good gravy it's it's fantastic so you have to check it out i wrote it down i wrote it down <laughs> yeah um uh, like i said i've never been to lexington so it's, it's all going to be new to me but um i'm looking forward to it yeah um, it's just one of those sec schools that i've yet to be okay so, well i i'll i'll put it on my calendar i'll see if we can make it happen um yeah you guys do that what about uh, you said you mentioned basketball? Now, are you guys getting yeah. in, into basketball experiences as well? Because really, that's where my bread and butter's at. That's really all I care about. Yes, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. In fact, in fact, I was out um, at the Final Four in Arizona this mm-hmm. last uh, March, and um, we um, officially, as as of this coming year, we're going to be doing some of the well, for sure the Final Four mm. and. The, you know, part of the tournament leading up to it. The logistics of that is so tough for the fan because mm-hmm. you never know until they actually 
tell you where you're going. <laughs> right. you, you don't. You, the window is so short to yeah. to make reservations and whatnot, and um, so it's 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 tough for the fan. But you always know where the final four is going to be. So right. we're going to focus on that. And um, like I said, um, we did do a little bit out there in Arizona this last this last go around. But mm-hmm. um, we're going to be um, we're going to hit that hard this coming this coming basketball season. And um, it's just um, something that we had on our bucket list to do. And now yeah. we're finally going to offer it. This coming year, but we also do the the College World Series in Omaha mm. has become yeah um, a real fun event uh, for everybody, and the SEC is typically sends you know three four teams mm-hmm. to the College World Series in any given year, and of course the ACC is just as good. So um, that uh, that's an event that uh, I always tell everybody you got to put it on your bucket list because. Yeah. It's Omaha does it right. Omaha really does it right. Nice. And our friends from uh, Warfighter Tobacco are also from from that area, so yeah. um, you can look Is them up right? as well. Warfighter Tobacco, they do cigars, yeah. so get some stogies and yeah. uh, oh, enjoy wow. a baseball game. Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Mojo is a huge Duke fan. I'm a big Kentucky fan. Will you hold uh, two Final Four tickets for this next coming year, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll see you there. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be awesome I, absolutely, that'd be a lot of fun, and and he's got to be excited about the Duke football program. Absolutely, they're on that, up and rising. Uh, like they picked a, they grabbed, yeah, they grabbed a kid from my hometown as a receiver. A, yeah, that that was a big win over Northwestern this last weekend, and and uh, that quarterback Jones is for real, and he's only a sophomore. Yeah, well, Duke Duke has so decided to finally Peter, invest in their team a little bit. I mean, they just built a brand new stadium. Yeah, so. Yeah, that uh, that the future is bright for Duke. With you know, Cutcliffe's just a great coach, and you know, anytime you get a quarterback that uh, can be an impact kind of player, and I think Jones is that guy, kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the, they they're going to surprise some people. They really will. I hope so. I didn't know Duke had a football team. Not many people do. <laughs> <laughs> They, they, they know. Yeah, they only, they only know about them, and they go, "Oh, we have them on the schedule." <laughs> so. Yeah. Hey, Michael, this is yep. Sketch. I got a question for you. What was your college sure. uh, experience like, or how did you get into this business? Where you did you go to a? You stole my a, question. A school that had a lot of rabid fan base, or did you? Nah, yeah, that you know what? You're gonna, you're gonna, I hope you don't laugh too hard, but uh, uh, I, I'm an Oregon duck, and. Okay. Um, uh, I have a degree in broadcast journalism, and you know I retired from my regular job per se when I was fifty, and um, I just was fortunate enough to get hooked up with you know Bullet. I was actually uh, I was actually one of these guys that actually bought the product when Bullet first came aboard, okay. and for two years in a row I bought packages from my current boss, David Kurducki, and um, he followed up with me as to what my experience was like. Did I, you know, did I have a good time? Did I enjoy the experience? And, mm-hmm. of course, I did. And then um, one thing led to another, and we just became fast friends. And then once he, you know, knew I was going to retire, he basically said, you're coming to work for me. And that's, that's how it all happened. 
and um, uh, it's been a it's been a great ride ever since. And this will, this will be my seventh year um, doing this. So very cool. I look forward to football season every year. But yeah, um, I you know back when I was going to college, you know, but duck pro football program wasn't uh, wasn't all that uh, all that good. But of course, in the last ten years. Oh yeah, they've um, really come up. And they've got all kinds of that, different uniforms changed. every week. Yeah, well, and, yeah. So. yeah, yeah. I love the uniforms. I think they got the best darn helmets in the mm-hmm. in the NCAA. <laughs> so the, the Oregon, uh, the Oregon basketball team there, their their Rorschach pattern basketball court kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. Though I got to <laughs> yeah. admit, it, it's kind of. Yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of like the Boise State football field. You know, <laughs> the, the blue, blue. yeah. It, yeah. It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch. I mean. Those, those the basketball players they'll dribble on the court and, and you're like the ball gets mingled amongst the trees on yeah, the court. Yeah, very confusing. <laughs> Crazy. I, can, yeah. I, I was a chef. But, uh, I was a chef in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, with you know Tennessee Vols, and uh, our restaurant was right on the lake. And I tell you what, that's that's an experience game day at some of these universities. That, like you said, they have these stadiums on a campus. Um, it was nothing like seeing the Vol Navy roll in off the Tennessee river there and hook up to the docks mm-hmm. and walk up. And all of a sudden you have 70,000 fans walking in. It's just, it's a crazy, crazy experience. And uh, well, not only that, but that stadium is just huge. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's one of the biggest, if not in the top five. Yeah, I think it's yeah, NCAA. Uh, that's right. No doubt. It's uh but their fan base, you know, I, I always joked when I live in Tennessee, I'm like, you have people, that are diehard Vol fans that don't even know how to spell Tennessee, and they live in Tennessee. <laughs> so it, it, it's just a, just crazy fans, good fans. Though. Um, they, it, it, you know what? Like we talked about earlier, the SEC and the ACC are just are just like that. They don't have they don't have that pro team in their backyard that that so many others do. And um, you know, with the exception of Atlanta and and New Orleans, and, and you know, of course, Carolina. You know that they don't have that pro. Uh, they don't have that pro team that they can, you know, root for on a regular basis. Where you know, if you're in Raleigh, you know you're, or living on Tobacco Road, God, you, you're either a Tar Heel or Pack Pack fan or Blue Devils, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and it, it's I don't know, it's just a different animal, like we talked about earlier. And the passion in college sports is, you know, it's 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 crazy. It's just amazing the the passion that the fan bases uh, they just enjoy it. Yeah, I I, I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know which Go one's ahead. worse: the uh, Kentucky basketball fans or the Alabama football fans. <laughs> As far as annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I, I, I get asked about that all the time. But the, the fact of the matter is, hey, if you're an Alabama football fan, you deserve to be cocky, per se. If you're a Kentucky basketball fan, you have that right. right. You know? It's like until, until you're knocked off that perch year after year, um, they have every right to – you know, talk about their team and, um, you know, be cocky or, or, or whatever. Right. But, um, 
I don't know. I don't know who's worse, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> you know, they have the, they have that right. They they sure. absolutely do. So, what's next for uh, for Bulljet? You said you're trying to get into to NFL, trying to do fi- more Final Four packages and things like that. What's next for you guys? Yeah, actually, we um, we just I, I was just uh, I just did the Browns, Cleveland Browns, Pittsburgh Steelers home um, opener last sorry. week. That actually, they didn't first, do um, as bad as I thought they were going to do, right? The Browns actually did pretty good. Yeah, you know, it was a good, it was a good close game. Um, but that was our first foray into the NFL scene. Um, and we're going to um, do another pack. You know, our company is based out of Wisconsin. We're going to be doing um, a Packer trip to Cleveland in uh, December. And then, we're you know, we're throwing in the um, Titans-Seahawks game next weekend with our package for the Alabama Vanderbilt game. So we're getting into the NFL, but, um, you know, that's going to be a slow process and we don't want it to take away from what we do best, which is college baseball, college football, college basketball. Very cool. All right. Um, do you have any more questions, Mojo? Uh, yeah. Who's your prediction for, uh, who's going to be in the, the national championship ball, you think? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> you would ask that question. Well, you, you're um, a you're a bowl specialist. So. I, I yeah, I am. I honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the truth. I picked Florida State to win the national championship. Wow! And we all know we all know that's not going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. I also I also predicted that uh, Alabama would be there, Oklahoma State, and Ohio State. So those were my final four. Obviously, Florida State is in trouble without Francois. Um, Ohio State looked embarrassing last week to Oklahoma. Was, yeah, but I still think that they, I still think that they can run the table in the Big Ten and um, possibly make it to the final four there. But um, as of right now, you know, I, I think Alabama is roll tide. I hate saying that. I hate saying that, but I, I think Alabama is probably the team to beat right now. Although I love Oklahoma State. So, what, what's your take on uh, East Mississippi Community College? <laughs> They're damn good. <laughs> um, they, um, they, you know what? Those JC schools provide the athlete an opportunity to get their act together and east you know eastern mississippi has i don't know how they bring in those kids that they do but um it's just like the img football academy in florida the high school kids Mm -hmm. you know it's I don't know how some of those. I don't know how they get away with it, but I don't think they're. You know, they're not breaking any rules, as far as I know. So yeah, um, they, if they can, if they can uh, recruit like that, so be it. Yeah, no, it's it'll be interesting to see how that all plays yeah. out. Well, where can uh, yep. people get a hold of you if they want? Obviously, bullet dot com. You said uh, a Facebook page as well. Yeah. Yeah. The Facebook page is actually what I recommend to most fans. And anybody who's looking to, um, especially once the bowl season goes around, maybe I'll have the opportunity to be back on your show. Definitely. Or, um, or, or perhaps my, my, um, the owner of the company, Dave, uh, 
Kardaki, um, you know, before the bowl season rolls around, sure. um, we're going to have, we're going to have great, um, we've already got all our bowl destinations, our hotels and, and everything lined up for this coming season. So we're way ahead of the curve. And, um, we, like I said, we provide a premium experience for the fan and, um, you know, that, that's tailgate. That's a great seat. That's a great hotel. And that's what we do. And that's what we do best. So I, I always tell people to, uh, like us on Facebook and you'll get everything that we put out there. You'll get um, all my columns and anything we got going on. And, um, that's, that's the best way. Okay. To be honest with you. Well, I think, um, you know, one of the things you can, you can let your people attend maybe when they do the Belk Bowl is they can actually come listen to an episode of the Southern Pride Philosophy mm-hmm. podcast. They can just come in studio. We'll, hey, just, we'll add that to the list of things. You know, to do. you know what? That's 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 a great thing. And <laughs> this will be our this will be our first year of actually doing a package at the Belk Bowl. Okay. So yeah. So you guys are in Charlotte, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. 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 We'll, oh, we'll that'd connect. be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun and, and we will be at the Belk Bowl this upcoming year. Okay. But um yeah, I hope you have me back or, or sure. maybe my boss back and uh like I said, if you guys are gonna be um in uh Lexington at all on the twenty eighth of October, let's uh yeah. let's go out. We'll, we can go. We can go to the Red State Barbecue. <laughs> there you go. He did write it down, Mike. We're going to play. Yeah, I did of course. <laughs> we're going to play a little game that we uh, that we call ten and one. I'm going to ask you ten questions and see if you can get them in under a minute. You you want to try it? Sure. Let's go for it. All right. So, uh, bulljet.com or Bojack Horseman? <laughs> bulljet.com. <laughs> Denny's or IHOP? IHOP. If you had to attack a hurricane, would you use a gun or a flamethrower? <laughs> a flamethrower. Okay. Uh, should there be a toilet bowl? Bowl. Yes. <laughs> Do you like the word blog? Yes. Uh, are you favor in favor or not in favor of going back to the leather football helmets? Not. <laughs> What's your favorite mascot? Oh my God, Benny the Beaver! <laughs> of course he would. Uh, best stadium food? Um, you know what? I'm traditional. I like a good old fashioned hot dog. Okay. Um, most annoying sportscaster? Um, gosh, um, what is his name? The guy, the baseball guy on uh, Buck. Uh, no, God, what is his name? The screaming guy, the screaming guy, the New Yorker dude. Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. All right, uh, what is your spirit food? What is my what? Your spirit food. Everybody has a spirit animal that they most identify with. What is your spirit food? Okay, a pizza. All right. Okay. I think you got it, guys. Good, Good job. job. All right. All right. Well, thank you, sir, for being on the show. I appreciate it. All right. You guys have a good evening. Thank you for having me on. All right. Thanks, you too. Man. Well, I appreciate uh, Mike from Bullet being on the show. Um, great information. And and honestly, like he's 
they're really, really great people. And so if you need to go to a bowl or you want to go to a bowl, maybe not the toilet bowl. Um, Taco give, bowl. Oh, yeah. Man, I love taco bowls. Anyway, um, you would want to go check them out at bowljet.com. So check them out. Uh, speaking about predictions, we talked about a few predictions on on the interview. Um, we did our NFL predictions from, from last week. Right, right. Um, looks like we actually tied on how that turned out. So how about it? So nobody is better than the other on that one. <laughs> Which is okay. You know? Which is all right. It was, there was some surprisers, surprising upsets. There were. So. Do you want to? Do you want to do it this week? As far as week two. Yep, week two. Yep. So first off, we have Houston versus Cincinnati. Ooh. They threw up a stinker against Jacksonville. I'm a yep. Texans fan, and I can't really defend that. <laughs> Sorry, I said I'm a Texans fan, and I can't really defend that game. Yeah, <laughs> but they're starting Deshaun Watson, True. rookie quarterback, who Tom Savage was out what the first quarter. Yes, they, first half. First half, yeah. and then they put Deshaun in. He actually came back and yeah, looked pretty good. So, hmm. um, I'm gonna go with uh, just for the fun of it. I'll go Houston. I think I'm going to double down. I think I'm going to go with that, too. You're going to go with it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Next. Cleveland, Baltimore. At Baltimore. Mm, yep. Baltimore. Yep. Next up, we have Buffalo at Carolina. 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 Okay. Arizona at Indianapolis. Mm, I can't go cards again, so Indianapolis. Yeah, Arizona looked absolutely wretched. Mm, so I hate the Cardinals. Let's go to Indianapolis. <laughs> okay. Uh, next week, next week or the next game, we have Tennessee at Jacksonville. Uh, Jags. I guess I'm going to go Jags because they tore up <laughs> last week. <laughs> All right, next game is Philadelphia, Kansas City. Uh, I picked uh, Kansas City. I'll have to go KC. Yep. Um, New England at New Orleans. <clears throat> <laughs> they both lost this week. Yeah. Uh, New Orleans. I'm going to go New England. I still have faith in Brady. Okay. So, uh, Minnesota at Pittsburgh. Minnesota mm. uh, pulled, pulled one off last week. Uh, I'll still go with Steelers. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers too. Uh, we got Chicago, Tampa Bay. Mm. Tampa Bay. I'll go Tampa Bay too. <laughs> We're going to pick Chicago, the Chicago, yeah. just, Chicago just looks yeah. Eh. yeah. You got Newark Jets at Oakland. Oakland. Oakland, yeah. Uh, Miami at uh, the Chargers. Uh, Miami. And that, keep in mind, this is Miami's first game because yeah. they had a bye week. <laughs> yeah. They should uh, be rested. Yeah. I'm going to go Chargers just okay. just because of uh, uh, what's his name's QB, QB rating and projected fantasy points. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Dallas at Denver. Uh, Dallas. It should be interesting because they don't have Ezekiel Elliott for mm-hmm. six games. So, um, but oh, that went through? Yeah, he got to play the first game. Okay, but, but he's, he's out the six, rest of them? six games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver's defense is tough, so I'm I'm gonna go Denver. Okay. Uh, Washington at uh, L.A. Rams. Rams. They crushed it this week. Uh, go Rams because Washington stunk it. Up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, San Francisco at Seattle. Uh, Seattle. I'm gonna go Seattle too because they you know they. San Francisco let Kaepernick go. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a Kaepernick he'd, he'd be, fan. Yeah, he'd been third string anyway. Uh, we got Green Bay at Atlanta. Uh, hot, uh, Green Bay. Well, at Atlanta at the new stadium in Mercedes, I'm about to go hot Atlanta. Yeah, I didn't know that, yeah. so I'll go Atlanta. And we got Detroit at New York for the Monday night game. Mm, Detroit? I want to go to Detroit, too. Okay. I think I think Eli might be past his uh, 
is prime. So there we go. All right. Well, again, don't take any uh, bets with us. We have absolutely no idea what we're doing. Yeah, don't ro- don't roll any funds over that you won last week no, onto sir. our bets this week. So. <laughs> One thing I will say, if you want to roll some funds over, we did get our new shirts in. So I'm really excited about those. Those are the Syrup Life shirts. We're going to be selling those uh, for $10. And then if we got to ship it, it'll be 3 So um, if you want to, just what's send us. What's the name of that shirt again? Uh, Syrup Life. Syrup Life. Syrup Life. <laughs> I see. I want to enunciate so then I you know, smile I and you. say the uh, yeah, syrup. That's, that's how it you're supposed be to syrup. do it. Yeah. But um, we'll have the Syrup Life shirts. And so if you want to buy them, email us at sfpradio at gmail.com. And we will be glad to get one of those. Also, out we'll have to it you. posted on Instagram, on and Instagram and Facebooks and and whatnot. And I have no idea how we're going to get payment, so we'll figure one way out. <laughs> and PayPal, PayPal. Yeah. There you go. That's a good idea. All right. So, um, well, that obviously, wraps obviously up. we're on top of this we merchandising. <laughs> Just like the podcast, we are nailing. That's right. Because <laughs> we go. have no idea what we're doing. Uh, anyway, so that wraps up this show. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Please go to iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Uh, like our show, give us a review. Please share our episodes that you uh, you like and dig. So, also keep uh, suggesting any future guests so we can mm-hmm. try to get them on the show. Um, please uh, go to Facebook at Southern Fried Philosophy, our website at southernfriedphilosophy dot com, and also the aforementioned Instagram and Twitters at SFP Radio and our YouTube channel. You can listen to the show. You forget there. about that, man. yeah. yeah. Well, there's that. And and I'm getting pictures up on it now, so it's not nice. – you don't have to listen to it in the dark. <laughs> nice. It just, was it just your facial shot up there? No, the it's, it's a thumb image that we have of our a guest. Thumb. Like a thumb? We have a picture of a thumb. Hey, at <laughs> least it's not the stupid dookie thing from Denny's. So actually that might be for this week. I might do that. <laughs> you, need, you need to do a side-by-side, side-by-side shot of Mr. Hanky. Okay. And uh, the Denny's logo. Oh, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure. All right. Well, you're listening to Southern Fried Philosophy, and always keep looking up. Mm